little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. Of the 1028. What? 1028. Followers. Oh, right. How was I meant to <laughs> Oh, because you're not keeping track? No, is it actually? All right. It was 1028. I know it was 1026, um, but not 1028. Yeah, we're celebrating that. But I think there's more. 1027. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone down. It's gone down. <laughs> okay, so therefore I'm only 898 behind you. Yes. So I'm just delighted to be in double figures. <laughs> Triple. No, I'm in double figures, is what I'm saying. Me, I'm 20. Oh, yeah. Keep... I'm sorry. So when we're not talking about you, it just doesn't matter. No. It goes over your head. Absolutely. Which is why this week we're talking about Netflix. Yes. Because there's low attention span required for watching it. That's not true. I'm just. You clearly to... don't remember the the one of the documentaries we're going to mention. Talk about low attention span. Because <laughs> I just warned you before how we won't talk much about that. <laughs> well, we'll start with because yes. because this is always at heart a film podcast. Mm-hmm. Is the film we both well we watched it together. Yes, in on Claire. Netflix where we're in Claire, which was Bring It On All or Nothing. Yes. Which just by saying that that's the film we watched, which <laughs> was even the second of a four films or something like that that i'd never heard of before we put it on it's two films i think there's on no there's there. t- there's another one after it at least that's on netflix yeah that's as well. what i mean too but there was bring it on itself the very first one where kirsten dunst oh yes yes sorry, and i think sorry, there's sorry, been another sorry. one since that is even yeah, yeah. more of a tv yeah. movie like they're going less and less yeah. budget yeah and less and less significant <laughs> until probably even netflix won't bother talking <laughs> It's but a home I, movie now. Oh yeah, well I mean this one it was just we were watching it on the basis of that this is just gonna be absolute crap. Yeah. And that it's just a really We wanted cheap, a, a good laugh kind a of a film thing. that was made yeah. in a couple of days or something like that. And but it actually was very good. I yeah. would thought it was and intentionally so. Like it wasn't that we were laughing at it for being stupid. Yeah. It was funny in itself. Yeah, because we were talking about it that well, you even said that one of the characters was just just uh, wasn't taking itself seriously because the char- one of the characters was just dumb, just outright mm-hmm. dumb. They were they were talking like um, WTF, and she was she'd go S H I T. That's not that's not the what, what was the, they'd call it. It's like a, a a language like the slang language that we use for texting now, but they they'd say it. Yeah. Um, and she would just go say. <laughs> she just say anything to come into her yeah. head. That was initials. Rather than just say the word, just spell it out, thinking that's what it was. And that was very funny. Yeah, yeah, that was very she smart. Was a very funny actually, character. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we watched it because we wanted something funny to watch, and we were in Claire, so it was like holidays, um, and we just wanted something easy, and we ended up having such a good time watching oh, yeah. that film. But as I said, we were watching it expecting to be laughing. At it as yeah. being a bad film, yeah. like the way we've watched um, 
the Twilight crap mm. and the what's the other Fifty Shades yeah. stuff, which we watch both of them in fast forward because it's much more fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So watch it on this. Neither of us had seen this. Mm. Had you seen any of these films? No. Well, I did. No, I did. I did see this one, but a long time ago. Right. Like, because this film isn't new. This film is like early 2000s. Okay. So, like, Beyonce's sister was in it. And I was actually I thinking, is that, is, that, is that Beyonce's sister? And I kept thinking, it's like, no, no, surely not. But I keep thinking of her as now. And before, because uh-huh. so, like, I forgot how old that film was. How and old was is like, it? Is it 2010 or something? Or is it even? I think earlier? it's even a bit earlier than that. Because I think these films all came out at the same time where you had, like, uh, She's the Man, which was Amanda Bynes. Uh, pretending she was a boy in college playing football, as oh. in soccer, um, which is... Is that as good as this? Oh, <laughs> as really? good as it sounds. I think I need to introduce you to all of these teenager films because they are... Re- I actually had to show Mick um, Zac Afron doing the bed on it, bed on it dance from High School Musical. Yeah, which is why we didn't watch High School Musical, <laughs> exactly. which was on there. Because we actually discussed what to watch. Yeah. And that was one of the options. Exactly. You showed me that and I said, no fucking way. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think they all came out at that time where you have, like, um, these teenager films with Amanda Bynes, with um, Hayden Panettiere, which was is the girl from Bring It On, the, the blonde one. Mm-hmm. Um, who I think Lindsay Lohan's films and all of them all came but out. But I see Mean the, Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls, all of them, all those kind of films. So it I, should I, be around 2000. Like, I think it was before 2010 anyway. But you see, I already saw all the teenage films I need to when I was an actual teenager, such as The Breakfast uh, Club, yeah. Pretty in Pink, but which were shite, and The Wonderful no, Headers. No, it wasn't shite. It was a good film. Okay. Well, you see, so therefore I'm anti-teenage films anyway. Apart from Headers, which I'll just mention. And bring it on. <laughs> and bring it on, because it's really good. The Headers is better. Headers is a masterpiece of classic. It has to be seen by everyone. Right, yeah. So anyway, we really enjoyed that one. Um, I can't even remember dances. why. It was, but I mean, it, was, it reminded me of Pitch Perfect a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that it's the same silly, slight little story that you just know exactly where it's going to go. Yeah. But it doesn't even, even from the film's point of view, it's not pretending that the story doesn't matter. It's just something to hang on all these incidents and jokes. Yeah. And I mean, they were doing, weren't they doing dance-offs or cheerleading-offs yeah, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole concept of cheerleading. You can't be a cheer slut. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, that was it. It was actually quite adult for its content because they were swearing a lot in it, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was very full on. It wasn't just nicey-nicey or yeah. anything like that. This was quite aggressive. Yeah. And the guys dancing as well and doing that whole... What do they call that that type of dance? That's like, sad. Mm, oh, oh, oh. No, and it was just like a bit more expressive than the cheerleading that they added in at the end. Oh, yeah. I, I, I do remember that. <laughs> We're so tough and hard. We dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God bless America. Yes. So. <laughs> no, but that was a very good film. Anyways, yeah. that was one of them that we highly recommend if you guys want. Like, a, And I still want to watch the, the next one, the which next is on one? Netflix as well. Okay. But we weren't watching it for well, this. Well, we have so to I'm do it then. We have to do it. We have to do it together then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Of course. Okay. We'll <laughs> Although I feel like we peaked with this one. And then we might just be disappointed with the next oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, I can <laughs> I, I sort of really do feel it's not going to improve the quality. <laughs> it is a lot of diminishing returns. So yeah, we'll have to watch it together then on that yeah. basis. Because I think yeah, if, if even if I'd watched this on my own, I would have been grinning. 
yes, through it. Yeah. But the very fact of watching it with someone, and particularly you, we were just roaring laughing at <laughs> we, I think we paused it a few times. We did rewind were, it a few yeah, times. Yeah, and we paused it, and you did a dance as well. Okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marina, for sharing that with the world. I'm sorry. So we'll move swiftly on. Yes. Two other things we've been watching on our Netflix, 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 Netflix madness. Yes. Which doesn't work. Um, so we watched a number of documentaries, one of which was White Hot, the Abercrombie and Fitch story or whatever it was yeah, called. So yeah. I, we watched it because it, I watched it because it was recommended on that podcast that you recommended to me. What's it? Shits and Oh, Shits and Gigs. Yeah, they yeah. were talking they were, about Well, it. they were discussing it. And everything they said in it made me want to watch it. But I enjoyed yeah. their analysis of it more than the film. Well, yeah, I enjoyed the, the film, film itself, yeah. But, I mean, because because everything that was in the film, it was more their reaction to it because yeah. it was shocking what was going on in it. What did you think of the Oh, yeah. No, you see, because, okay, so with, with in relation to Abercrombie and Fitch, I grew up in that mindset. So, like, mm. of I need to wear that. I still have Abercrombie stuff from... When I was a teenager, it was the thing to wear, especially in Brazil, where we didn't have access to the stores. Okay. So it was like, if you had it, it means you traveled to America and it meant you had the money to afford it or whatever. Now, some stores did import the stock of like boutiques and things like that. So they did like a concession situation, but it was mad expensive. And I remember Mm -hmm. I'd save money from like my birthday just to buy one t-shirt that said Abercrombie and Fitch on it. It was ridiculous. Oh, it's Oh, yeah, ridiculous. and people would go, like it was the yeah it was the thing to wear up until I'd say up until about twenty sixteen because mm-hmm. um myself John would still buy it like we'd still go to the shops and buy that was still something that like I still have it. I still I still bought a few things now and again recently but they have like redone everything oh it's completely different company yeah now. yes but um but just for like sweats and stuff that i don't even leave the house wearing them it's just for inside the house um but i remember going through that craze of abercrombie and fitch and then to hear and i only found out when i got to ireland which was about 2013 that your man said that he doesn't want fat people wearing his his clothes and yeah. i was like that's ridiculous. That's absurd. But it never occurred to me to even look for bigger sizes because I didn't need, need to. And yeah. I know that I don't want it to sound like ah, skinny bitch. I'm not. But I never needed to look for the bigger sizes. And it never occurred to me to think, do they do all sizes here? Um, and I was like, this, that's just not. And because it came out as well that um, I, was, I don't remember being on the documentary, but it came out as well once. That, you know, when you donate your clothes that you don't wear anymore and you give it to charity and sometimes the charity give it to homeless people, a homeless guy was wearing one of the T-shirts. Okay. And they went everywhere and he said, no, I don't want people like that wearing my my clothing. And it's like, oh, it's, it's appalling. Like, well, everything that he did, it was just, it was disgusting. And even the photographer, when you find out about what oh, the yeah. photographer was doing. And anyway, it's really interesting. People might, especially for people my age... Who have gone through this. So like if you're a 90s kid and you were like a teenager during like 2009 or even before probably 2007 um, up until 2016 growing up in that period. Watch it because I'd say a lot of people like identify. Would identify, have been. Well, yeah. I, I can understand. I remember um, 
in my time, let's say in the eighties, here there wasn't much fashion. Certainly, something like that wouldn't have been here around. But the big thing was Levi's five hundred ones because they launched them. That's the whole advertising campaign that went more international. But they were the thing to. But so everyone, but they were quality clothes. Yeah. This is the thing about this. They even admitted their clothes were crap. Like they weren't quality goods or whatever. They were it just was labels. Fashionable. It was yeah, all labels. Yeah, yeah. And it reminded me of like I, I was watching it in awe, going, "How can people fall for this nonsense? Like mm. it's just clearly shite." And the whole like the very fact that most of their advertising show people not wearing clothes. Yeah. Like very little clothes, and you're always men as well. Yeah. But. It just shows the whole power of advertising an image because yeah. I do remember before that, maybe not so much now, but certainly before that, there was um, Benetton were huge because a lot of people thought they were a charity because their mm. whole logo was the United Colours of Benetton and they would have people from all sorts of nationalities, races and so on in their posters. So promoting multiculturalism. But it was just all promotion. And yeah. everyone thought, no, that this is actually a charity cause. And there's no cause behind it at all. Yeah. And then they just changed it completely by going all controversial ads where they would have ads of photographs from a war. And then underneath United Colors of Benetton. Nothing yeah. to do with yeah. fashion. Do you, do you remember? Did you no, see no, I, um, I know of the, I see they still use, the, well, nowadays you kind of have to use the multicultural thing. But the war one, I didn't know about. Oh, no, that was just a period where yeah. they went through. And there was uproar over this all over the world because they were showing horrible scenes and um, exploited them. And then, but it was just for effect. Yeah. And they, I mean, one time they just had this car that was on fire, like in an abandoned warehouse or something. A car had been petrol bombed and on fire. And it was, that's all. The photograph was just mm. a car on fire and underneath United Colours of Benetton. And it just said, what has this got to do with clothes? Yeah. And I remember Viz, I told you about Viz comic before. Yes. This, yeah. the, the adult comic. And they had a spoof on that. And they just had um, a picture of a Nazi hanging or something like that. And written underneath, on sale now, cardigans at Benetton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cardigans at Benetton, nine ninety nine, <laughs> Nothing like this. And someone hanging above. So, yeah. but it's, it's like, yeah, the whole appalling, what you're saying there, but the behaviour of your man, I can't even remember his name, I don't care that I don't, who was in charge. Mm. And then did you see the photographs of him when he had the facelifts and everything like that? And he looked such a freak. But that's, uh, who mm. said, uh, one of the news anchors or whatever said, it was very rich coming from him when he looks like that. Yeah, that's what, know, exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Watching him says, like, you look horrific. Mm. And you did that deliberately. Yeah. This is your choice. And yet you're commenting on other people. And mm. then, just won't go into the whole racist yeah. side of things but you see and it's still it's still a thing because they sell that kind of lifestyle like yeah. it's it's like oh this is what you want to look like those people in the ads and i remember that in brazil it was such a big thing and trend and it was a time where tumblr was a massive platform um for blogging and things like that and the images like of the rainy places and people wearing these cardigans that were like cashmere and they were blonde but they were still bronzed up even though it didn't match with the place that they lived but they were just glowing and amazing and they were holding a cup of coffee and just it looked like bliss mm -hmm. almost and they just looked perfect in the clothing and it's the simplest of clothing but it's like they just looked perfect you know and you wanted that so you bought the clothes and it's, you're buying the image yeah exactly right. yeah. and i always feel as well even nowadays, when you look at 
and I love that we're at the stage now especially when you have TikTok and you have Instagram where people are questioning it where people say is it fashionable or are you just skinny where mm. people wear certain clothing it doesn't mean everyone can wear it because it doesn't look right for everyone and people call it fashionable only because skinny person is wearing it yeah. and it's like it's not actually it's just a bunch of rags thrown on someone and you're calling it fashion because that person is skinny enough and tall enough that you think it works and that's kind of what they did they just put these clothes on these people who looked like goddesses or whatever and they had like bodies sculpted and whatever mm -hmm. and you thought oh my god i want to look like them but when you bought the clothes you still looked yeah. nothing like them and it's just hard to, as teenagers it's hard to get your head around especially when everyone has the clothes and you don't so you want the clothes as well and you want to be a part of that group but anyway yeah but i would say it's definitely not dying out now because i mean i've seen so many times people are spoofing that on TikTok and things like that, where they show the photograph of the perfect model and then they have a plus size. Like there, I've seen a number mm. of people who are plus size posing themselves in the same pose and like looking, like sending it up. Yeah. And so like, the, well, this is what I look like at this and I yeah. look so much better and so on. Exactly. Well, th but that's what I mean. Like the, the whole TikTok and Instagram thing where there's a lot of content creators that are doing that, where it's like, um, let's test it out. Is it fashion or are you just skinny? And mm. they, they do test out, they are like, um, they're not even fat. They're just size 12s or 14s. They're normal. Yeah, they're normal. Size 12, UK 12, 14, 16, um, where they put on the clothes and they have a bit more body fat than the people that are originally wearing the clothes because they're, they're models. Um, and it's just like, no, it's actually not that, it's not, not that great. So it's, it's not... I don't even know how to say it. Like, it, it's just, they make these clothes and they make the fashion for a certain type of body. And it's, and it's annoying that that still goes on. Obviously now it's a bit more inclusive, but when you think about the Abercrombie and Fitch, it's just like, mm. oh God. And the fact that they, they refuse to make, now companies do make bigger size. There are still companies that are, that need to work on it, but the fact that Abercrombie and Fitch just never went above the, they had large, but that was it, I think. And their large was probably everyone yeah. else's medium or something. Well, the large was for the muscly guys, basically. Oh. You know, that kind of way. It's like to fit but the they, muscles. But you see, all that was reputation. So this is yeah. what I would say. Once they were exposed, and it wasn't just, that wasn't what exposed them. It was the fact that the racism and yeah. the way they treated their staff. Yeah. Um, just appalling things going on in the background. Yeah. That their reputation was completely tarnished. So therefore, it's the opposite that anyone seeing wearing their clothes is surely looked down on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not so much anymore. Um, I think... I don't think people look down on people wearing Abercrombie because, again, it's a different company. Yeah. So it's not really... Uh, I think for a while people did look down on it, but now it's just like it's... It's like Hollister, but I don't think they make... Because Hollister and Abercrombie are kind of the same okay. company in that way. I don't know if it's separate owners now, but they, I think it used to be the same. Um, but it's just... I, I, like I, I, no one really cares anymore. Okay, about, about that. About, about yeah, well, I mean, I knew nothing about this yeah. until I saw this documentary. Mm. I, but I mean, and even the name of the shop, I had heard of it, but hadn't paid any mm. attention. But it's just like next a where all these mean nothing yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. But that's because I would shop in Duns, Pennies, or <laughs> secondhand stops. Secondhand shops are the place to go. Yes. But moving on to other scandalous perversions. Yes. And the Jimmy Savile story. Well, I can't remember what it was even called. It was called Jimmy Savile, a British horror story or something, something like that. Yeah. 
Now, this this is very interesting for us to talk about because we're because you are just you would have only heard of Jimmy Savile. The first you heard of Jimmy Savile was ah, because of all this, because of the scandal about it. You'd never heard of him before that. Uh, yeah, no, never. It was only because it appeared on TV, yeah. people talking about it that then. And um, what's interesting for me is apparently in America when this was released on Netflix, because people had never heard of Jimmy Savile in America, obviously he's a British mm. star, and they all watched it and they said, "How could you not know?" Like they mm. say, they look at him and say, he's so obviously creepy yeah. and perverted. How could people have not and the stu- known? And the stuff they got on camera of him doing things where he yeah. would be like, give us a kiss and things yeah. like that in front of the camera. And it's just so awkward and weird. And yeah. like he kissed your woman from the chipper as well, the older woman. He just grabbed her, I think, and kissed her and gave her like a kiss as if he was doing her a favor because he's saying, oh, you know, yeah. that kind of way. It's like, But she loved it, you see. But no, I, but you see, this is the thing. It's a case of A you're looking at it with hindsight because you know mm. you know all about it so you're immediately your guy your psyche is to he is a creep yeah he's the worst type of creep he's totally evil and therefore mm. you have that in your mind so everything he does here is stemming from that yeah whereas people like me who grew up watching him he was always this eccentric lovable character yeah like i watch it now and think oh god yeah he's so obviously creepy. but it's hindsight yeah whereas Jim will fix it. Did they mention? You yeah, know Jim yeah, will fix it. Yeah. Jim will fix it was part of my childhood. Yeah. And we used to all fantasize about what we'd ask for in Jim will fix it. Yeah. Because it was every Saturday night that was Saturday television was basically, Saturday, I always remember it was Doctor Who, Wonder Woman sometimes, <laughs> and Jim will fix it. Yeah. This is the entertainment on Saturday, for kids on Saturday night. Then followed by a film for yeah. the adults, for the family. It was all family entertainment. This, But Jim will fix it was crucially part of that. And he was, he always came across as this bling character because he was covered in all these bracelets and rings and so on. And he was, and he always says, now then, now then, yeah. and all these catchphrases. And you he's just always saw, in these like 80s nylon suits as well, colorful suits. Oh, yeah, the tracksuits. Like yeah, the tracksuits, yeah. And the whole lot. But so he, and he was also presenting Top of the Pops. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and this is the thing, like, you've seen loads of episodes. That's of how of I found out about him. I think you showed me Top of the Pops. No, he, you, I wouldn't have been able to show you that because the BBC won't show them anymore. I've shown Even you, on YouTube or something? Or maybe on YouTube, actually. Yeah, that I probably is there. mentioned him a couple of times yeah. anyway. Oh, well, I was showing you clips of, like, seeing him on top of the pops mm. and seeing the creepiness there without realising it at the time either. Yeah. Um, And it's just, he could get away. It's all hiding in plain sight. Yeah. And, but the very fact that Jim will fix it, which was a children's programme where children wrote to him. Yeah to get on the show and then he would be all hugging them and so on and look at you didn't you do well and he was at, even at the time watching i used to always think as a child watching he's really patronizing but that's meant that was his part of his act he yeah. just thought well he's meant to be but we would always say what would we write if we wanted if we wanted to fix it and so many people wrote in that they could play with their favorite band and i remember one girl wrote in and she wanted to see the boomtown rats Irish band in their native city in Dublin so we were all excited he's coming to Dublin now he wasn't yeah. but I mean the whole program was there was going to be a bit in Dublin and when she came here to see the Boomtown Rats in Dublin she then went on to meet Charlie Hockey the Taoiseach mm. he heard she was there so and he was just obviously looking for a bit so he was on General Fix It as well and it was all this big thing and myself and Pat my brother used to always say what would we ask and we, and we didn't want to waste it. Yeah. We wanted yeah. to have something really, really good. Yeah. And of course, I hadn't hope because we're in Ireland or anything else. But he was the ultimate children's entertainer. Well, meanwhile, he was this massive paedophile. Yeah. And appallingly so. Like, openly so. 
they said that I remember seeing another documentary about him where where he used to visit the hospitals. And oh, that the nurses, was this... But the nurses used to warn the patients, stay in the bed. Yeah, no, so but, they but knew. It's, yeah, no, and it's not just that. Well, some of them did say they knew and they tried to warn other people and they could, they, oh, no yeah. one would listen. But one of the things that shocked me were the people talking about the patients that were paraplegic or whatever. So they had no movement. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even leave or like they just stood there. And who said one of the ladies said, oh, yeah, one, uh, that they heard or someone told them one of the patients. I don't I can't remember exactly. And I could be saying this wrong, but. Apparently, from what I remember, one of them would just like stare at the ceiling then when he was around. Because, oh, right. as in, I like, think I do remember, yeah, that, yeah, like finish what you're doing and fuck off kind of thing. And it's just, it's disgusting to think oh. about that that you've gone through so much crap to be there, you've no feeling in your body anymore, you can't move or whatever. And this guy comes this around, comes yeah, and, does this, yeah. and you're like, fuck's sake. And imagine you're lying there and you're. And these visits, and you already see him, you're like, oh, the dread already feel, fills you, and you're like, oh, God. And the fact that you go. can't tell anyone, because no yeah. one will believe you. Yeah. This is the, the whole thing. That's strong, because I'm way away from my phone. This is the thing that really struck me about watching it is, of course he got away with it, because he was a major celebrity on BBC, and he was doing all the charity work. Yeah, the fact that, you see, the charity work was the biggest cover-up. Oh, that yeah. That kept him... And I hate that he died before having to Oh yeah, it answer really for, wrecks my yeah. head. And I mean, I remember when it all came out because it would have been within a year of him dying. Mm. And it um, kept coming out. All oh, these yeah. things against him. And people were saying, oh, isn't awful how these people come after him or stuff? I was like, no, it's not. You don't realise that this actually did happen. Oh no, if everyone, no one defend him now. Yeah, oh yeah, I know I mean, that. No, but at the time that he was alive and he was answering for all... For some of the well, but you see, he, he was able to shield it off yeah. at the time because there were many, and I mean, it was more. I don't think there's any specific accusations because no one would risk it because mm. he could sue or whatever, anything like that. But it was, and also he just had the BBC protecting him all the time. And again, he was a national hero. He was knighted and all yeah. this for do all the charity work he was doing. But um, so you couldn't go against him on that because mm. you were just you would be accused of all sorts trying to get money out of him. Um, but it was just then when the revelations did come out, then everyone came forward. It just takes one or two to say, for them all got. And that's all that needed to happen while he was alive. Yeah. Now, luckily, from that, loads of others of his time, it's come to life with them. Rolf Harris. Yeah. Um, another guy, I forgot his name. and okay, Don't need to remember it. But there was a lot of people in the 70s, television presenters. Yeah. They were all part of this clique and it was just taken for granted. Oh, there must be so many. Like, there's a, a lot more. Like, you, you see with Weinstein... And mm. so many cases that come out now of people who have been taken advantage of because either they wanted a job and the person who had the power to give the job, right. you know, kind of assaulted them or made them do things in order to, you know, to put them in the position where they can't refuse. And I'm air quoting, you know, but you know what I mean? And it's, it's infuriating. Oh, it is. Well, it's the power. Yeah. And I mean, this is the thing, particularly with Weinstein. If anyone can, like, it wasn't even just the sexual crimes he was doing. He was just um, financially ripping off people. Yeah. I heard Neil Jordan recently talking about The Crying Game. The Crying Game was a huge hit in America. And Weinstein was the distributor. Like, basically, it was a British film, British-Irish film, and didn't do great over here. And everyone that worked on it didn't get paid. They were getting paid on commission from the film because they mm. all wanted to get the film made. And then Weinstein took it over and said he would release it big in America. 
but all those commissions had to be cancelled mm. or something like that. Or he said, no, he would take over them and he would be responsible for paying it off and never paid anyone and took all the money himself. So, and Neil Jordan said, he said he did this to everyone. Everyone knew this. Knew, and he said he knew going in this was going to happen. But it was either that or the film wasn't going to get released. Yeah. And this is the power these people have. And this is what worries me watching this. You say, oh yeah, now it's all come to light about Jimmy Savile. Now it's all come to light about Weinstein. Who else out there is it happening exactly. now? Exactly. And is it 20 years from now we're going to hear about someone else? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it is. But did you, as a documentary in itself, we're talking mm. about Jimmy Savile on a documentary. What did you think of it? I think it did go on for a bit longer than it needed to. I think it did mm. drag a bit. And I did want a little bit more of time with the victims. Yeah. Because that was left to the end. And I was like, I wanted to hear a bit more about what they have to say and what they experienced. Because I know one of them was talking about, like, it broke me when that woman said, you know, she was embarrassed to even tell her husband. Like, mm. the, the embarrassment, which is so bad to think about that something that was done to her she had no nothing to do like it, it, she was a child and still to this day she is embarrassed about it oh yeah and it's horrible to think that that in her head and she said like i do fault myself she's like i should have screamed it's like no it's not your fucking fault this guy's a monster oh yeah like you are a child and in a but church in front gonna of se- everyone. They're always going to second guess themselves. Yeah. Think, Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? That could yeah. have prevented it. And then they're probably thinking, if I had done something, maybe you wouldn't have done it to someone else and so on. It's just yeah. how to get into your head. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it is shocking how evil people can be. Yeah. This, within this. And I mean, Jimmy Savile is the personification of it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would recommend it anyway. Yes. Um, for sure. I think the original documentary that I saw when they were all first came out on ITV some years ago, was better, but that was because it did have a lot of victims. It's still mm. talking there, and it was just such a shocking revelation that yeah. this there was nothing really new in there. Yeah, so. Jeez. but so we wrap it up now with our drama yes. series. There's so many good drama series on Netflix. Have you yeah. got to all Zark yet? No, no, and people, I like, I've been chatting to to a few friends, and they keep, keep everyone keeps giving me recommendations of like. Netflix series that I need to watch and all this and I just get really overwhelmed and end up watching none of it. <laughs> well, you have watched Ozark. You just haven't got to the last Oh series. yeah, the last season I haven't. Um, but that's why I don't know why I keep leaving it for a little bit to actually when I had because I want to do it all at once. Yeah. Um, so I want a day maybe when I'm on holidays to just binge it. To just binge it. Um, so okay. yeah, I, I, that's I'm what just, I do. The reason yeah. I'm asking is just be careful that you don't hear about because I mean it is the last series it's yeah, wrapping yeah, yeah, things yeah, up yeah. and there's so much going on um, it's superb but. yeah so and then people keep telling me to watch Stranger Things and I do yeah. want to watch it and I do want to get into it it's you see it's, it's a few seasons in now so I'm like I need to catch up that's four seasons yeah mm-hmm. so I'm like I, mm, that's and every time I hear that there's a lot of seasons even though it's great because then I'm like oh I can binge or whatever but at the same time I'm like I need to catch up and that yeah. puts me off starting it um, well, that's where I am with Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, Breaking Bad. I, I've given up because I've started. I, I think I've seen that first episode so many times, <laughs> and I just can't get into it. And I know one day I'll sit down and watch it properly, but it's not going to be now. It's going to be in a few years' time. I'm not. Yeah. That's not even my priority I'm a, anymore. I'm just saying, like I, I watched the first series mm. and about half of the second, and I thought it was excellent. And then something, that, and this is years and years ago, mm. and then something distracted me and I never got around to it. And I keep looking, say, I must get back to it again, and it's just daunting. to so much of it. Yeah. Whereas I say, I know if I sit down and say, oh, if only there was more. I need to go back so. to watching The Walking Dead because I stopped, I think, at season four. 
and I want to keep watching it because it was good. It was the only zombie thing that I actually enjoyed. <laughs> uh, that and Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yes, there's a lot that I need to I need to watch. But we did well. Luckily, yes. and that's from your scandal. There's only one series, six episodes, so it's easy. To, that's what yes. I could do. I keep going to these short ones. Yeah, exactly. And it's just yeah, one off yeah. series. That she goes, yeah, Jimmy Savile's two episodes only. Oh, was it even? Oh, yeah, I told us one, one piece. Oh, yeah, no, it's two. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, White Hot was one piece. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, anytime I'm running out of the series, I say, right, I'll watch something that's only a few episodes yeah. long. That'd be happy or an hour and a half long or something yeah, like that. Or a film. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Anatomy of a Scandal. What did you think? I really, really liked it. Okay. Um, I enjoyed Michelle Dockery's character. Um, I liked the little twists and turns. It reminded me of something, and I can't remember again what it was, but it did remind me of something, another series. Um, but I did, I did hate your man a lot. Well, you're meant to. Well, yeah, but it just, it does bring you back a bit to situations in your life <laughs> that have happened um, when it comes to work relationships. Um, and just your one, the, the wife, and I was like, pack your shit and go. <laughs> just go. You don't, don't put yourself through this. But anyway, I did enjoy it and I did kind of see it coming at the end. The little revelation at the end. I did see it coming. Okay. Well, there were a couple of revelations. Uh, Michelle Dockery's character. Okay. Um, I would say I enjoyed it as well in that I look for because I would basically the way I watch it, the way I watch any of these, I watch a film and then mm. Last Thing at Night is one of these series yeah. and it's an episode of it. So I was always looking forward to that at the end of the night. Mm. But at the same time, I had no respect for it. I thought it was <laughs> contrived. Um, so a lot of times it just annoyed me. I said, oh, don't be ridiculous. And <laughs> well, I mean, the style of it was so not like even the very first episode, I laughed out loud when he's confronted by the police and he's going to be charged. And suddenly he jumps up into the air, literally is pulled into the air. Remember that bit? Oh, yeah. Like the special yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah, supposed to be yeah. like a visual reflection of the stunning shock or whatever. Yeah. And then they had all these scenes in the court where he's been cross-examined and he's about, because he's accused of rape, and he's been cross-examined and he's, re, they're, so they're reenacting, you're seeing the scenes of him in the lift where he's supposed to have attacked this woman. And he's there in the lift arguing his case back. So it's all these arty farty way of doing it says, that's fine in another film but it doesn't suit it this. actually yeah it actually reminds a bit of sherlock yeah but sherlock is great. no no i know yeah. but that's what i mean it's like it's trying to do that but yeah. not very well well it just doesn't fit yeah because yeah. it's basically it's, it's a courtroom drama mm. and it's you're going way over the top like it's based on a book anyway the book obviously it doesn't do any of that but well i don't know but i mean the very fact that it's it's a showy Drawing attention yeah, to itself. Yeah. Whereas it's Sherlock and any anywhere else that does it, it's stylish. Yeah. And it's part it's, it's part of natural. The story. It yeah, feels yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Whereas this is just over the top. Suddenly, oh, we need to do some bells and whistles here. But the main problem I had with it was this whole idea, like clearly, yeah, he's arrogant as hell and has just had every he's utterly privileged. So he can't believe anything can go wrong. And he can't believe he could ever be ruined or imprisoned or anything like that. That's fine, but then why should we have to believe that he could get away with it? The very idea yeah. that a politician can be accused of rape and not have consequences, even if he's found not guilty. Of course, his yeah. career is ruined. You... There's no question. Yeah. Well, do, you not th- do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, of course, I mean, I yeah. can understand in any other 
field maybe they might get away with it to a certain extent but to be actually accused of that in court, and then yeah. he just carries on and makes jokes about it in the parliament it's nonsense I mean, it just would not fly. Everyone, the very fact that everyone says, oh, he's a bad boy. Maybe that might have happened 50 years ago, 60 years ago. Definitely not now. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about me too. It's just, everyone would use it. It's just even politicians and newspapers would use it against him as much as possible. They would do everything. His image is just Oh yeah, because they have to attack, attack, attack. So it's just utterly ludicrous to think that it was, it was almost treating as if it's a trivial crime he's been accused of. Yeah. And that in itself annoyed me. So so I just found that unbelievable. Mm. I could understand, yes, to a certain extent, that the wife would be so supportive and believing everything. But no, at the same yeah. time as well, she's not. She's meant to be an intelligent woman and so on. Now, you also see that she's not perfect herself. And that whole revelation that you're talking about, I was saying, yeah, it's a very, quite an interesting reveal, shocking, but again, not plausible. I just, yeah, I don't think yeah, it could have been. That's what I was thinking hidden. as well. At, towards the end, I was like, in, in this day and age. Yeah, exactly. It's hard for you not to find that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and know that straight away. Yeah. So there, there was Especially so, in a court. Oh, and particularly it's with like, a politician whose yeah. whole career is at stake. So there were so many things that just were conveniently put in there mm. for a dramatic effect that you say, yeah, but that wouldn't happen. Yeah. And when that happens, then you've lost the answer. So I would say I enjoyed watching it, but I was just thinking all the time, oh, this is nonsense. Yeah. Well, I can't so, wait for the second season because... Oh, is there going to be another one? Well, yeah, do you not see the cliffhanger that it was left on? Okay. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't see that as a cliffhanger. I saw that as um, like it's it's a rapid because it's a book like I mean it's not a series of books it's a one-off book yeah but they probably so. make another series based on it okay probably because it's been very very successful yeah I think it's been the most successful thing they've done in a long time Um, I'd probably watch it again yeah I definitely I definitely watch it with Michelle Dockery's in it yeah I just want to see where where they'll take it basically yeah. um, and for me just on a slight personal note I was very pleasantly surprised by Josette Simon as the defence lawyer. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I've seen her over the years, various things, but I mean, I first saw her in 1981 when she was Dana in Blake 7, my favourite series at the time. And I was just like, she said, that's more than 40 years ago and she's aged about five years. <laughs> she looks great. Well, she looks great. I mean, she yeah. must be, like at that time, she was, she was a fully grown adult, which mm. was a girl, teenager or something at the time. But I mean, that must mean she's in her 60s or something at this stage. Yeah. And she... Fair play to her. And a great actress too. Yes. And very good in the part. Yes. So all the acting was great. Yes. I like, I really like Michelle Dockery. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'd like to see more of her actually. So And, like, and in, more stuff, obviously different from Downton Abbey character kind of yeah. thing. So um, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things in that that I was like, uh, as in recognizing. Yeah. <laughs> and you just roll your eyes. And I'm like, oh my God. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Politics is hell, isn't politics, it? Yeah, yeah. You really just hate with politics. Conservatives are just so full of sleaze. Mm. All, all those Tories you've had to deal people with. people everywhere in the system. Thank yeah. God I'm not involved in yeah. any of that. The rich privileged. <laughs> <laughs> the privileged rich and all their guiles. So we'll wrap it up there. I was just, oh, one other one that I forgot to mention before to you. Um, well, I think I have said it to you before is, and I recommend it to everyone out there, is 
the woman who lived in the street across the ro- who lived across the road from the woman, woman in the, the window. window the Kristen it's, Bell film it's so I good. need to watch that it's I really a, need to watch that I was just remember because remember I mentioned Headers earlier on yeah, yeah. the director of Headers directed this as well okay Definitely um, no, I don't think he directed all. I think he's just a director for horror. But I just saw his name in the first episode and I said, "Oh, I'm really sticking with this," mm. and it's wonderful. Like I mean, it's it's actually it's because it's the exact opposite of Anatomy of Scandal. Because watching the scandal, this isn't this is just not unbelievable. This believable, yeah. and you're watching this thing. This is not remotely believable, and that's the point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah It's yeah. just so funny. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and then I, I think I, I watched uh, the the Grace the Gracie tapes as well Gracie tapes oh, right. like that which is very good as well um very interesting I always find these killer stuff interesting what goes through pe- people's minds when they do these yeah. things um but yeah I'd recommend that one as well for people who Haven't like the crime docu series kind of thing um and yeah we'll be back reviewing lots more on Netflix exactly and so on and other, yeah. other streams because I've been watching severance on apple it's apple tv i think that. yeah i did That's the good. morning show as well on apple i'll just have a look at that um it's good it's all right okay severance is very good yeah um, like i i did like the morning show but it's not like it's not it's not as exciting okay is it something you look forward to? like this from my point is no i've finished I did, severance I now well, and i miss it the first season yeah you kind of do look forward to it it's interesting but at the same time I just feel like it's more of the same each episode. You don't really progress. Right. Okay. Um, try it. See. See okay. what you think. Well, I mean, I'm going um, on to the new series of Stranger Things. It's probably what I'm going for next. Yeah. So, but I might try that as well. We'll see. Yes. So, well, thank you for listening yep. on our first Netflix streaming special. Mm-hmm. Well, not yeah. a special if we're going to keep doing it. Our first Netflix streaming. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then if people have things to recommend as well. Oh, yes? Um, please email please us that. Do... No, don't email. We have a Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, a Twitter. A Twitter. The Twitter queen. That I always forget what it is. <laughs> Let us get... Oh, look at that. Twitter's open. Because we were That's checking it. Ah, I'm, I'm down another follower. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, How many followers do we have on Twitter? Well, we have 206, as in Spoilerama does. Okay. But let's get that up there, people. Two hundred and ten, um, and by the end of the month, because we're providing a service here. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> and we want to make money. <laughs> <laughs> we want to have merch. Well, we do. We, yeah, we do have plans for the future, guys. Um, I, I'll be moving. I'm joking. <laughs> far, far away from here. No, we. I'm getting a new co-host. <laughs> and calling it something different. Flipperama, where we do we review no, related arcade games, <laughs> and then in brackets, not in any way affiliated or linked to the Spoilerama podcast now defunct. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, we do have plans for the future. We'll probably be hopefully doing more content and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you can find us at Spoilerama Pod on Twitter. Um, do Texas tag us. Whatever you want, um, we'll pretend we see <laughs> we see it. And well, if you, I mean, if you get time from reading your own Twitter feed, you could have a yeah. glance over at the Spoilerama one and see exactly. saying anything. If y'all are interested in football <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chelsea and uh, and are my from, Twitter and, and are not from Liverpool, it, yeah, exactly. No, no, we're joking. We love Liverpool people. <laughs> we don't love the team. <laughs> 
I've got, to say, I've got to say, speak for yourself. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> anything with football or anything like that. In any case, um, Michael was trying to wrap this up. Yes, so... I, oh, you're actually telling me... To, oh, that's so lovely. You're <laughs> telling me to wrap it up. Revenge. So we leave it there. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. <laughs>